Hello everybody, welcome back to the Cheesesteaks in the Southern Level. My name is Don Count Crowley, he's Austin Mancini. We're not going to mess around too much today, we're going to get right into the nitty gritty. It's it's football season, NFL is going to start, the NFL season starts tonight. Uh, well, I guess technically tomorrow, but this is going out on Thursday. It starts tonight, uh, Buccaneers, Cowboys, that's exciting. But the Eagles play on Sunday Atlanta in Atlanta against the Falcons, the season's right around the corner literally that now it's it's beautiful uh this is going to be all eagles all nfl austin any quick thoughts before we get into the nitty-gritty this week yeah this is uh this is a great year because i don't have any expectations i mean if they're good they exceed what i generally think they're gonna do and if they suck, well, I kind of thought they were going to suck. So I'm glad that I can go into this and have zero expectations and just uh, kind of enjoy each game as they go on. But Dylan, I do think we do kind of have an announcement that we uh, do have to make coming up for this uh, week one matchup. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, following uh, Sunday's game. So uh, I guess sometime around four o'clock, uh, you and me will be going live on YouTube uh, to discuss uh, all the doings of uh, of the game on Sunday, and how we'll talk about how the Eagles performed, our takeaways about the offense, especially Jalen Hurts, the takeaways uh, from Gannon's defense. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. As much as I'm excited to see the offense, I'm very excited to see how the defense looks, and uh, we'll just talk everything about the Eagles' Week One game against the Falcons and. Uh, how the birds looked and you know all that fun stuff it'll be a fun time yeah and and you know if there are any questions when you know we're doing it we'd be more than happy to uh answer those as well but yeah i'm i'm excited especially because we had a lot of fun i think on uh that draft night especially live reacting to uh the trade-up to get devonta smith so not only that these will be our raw reactions to the game. You know, we it's not going to be a – we have time to um, – Digest. Yeah, digest the game. This is going to be a – oh, shit. Well, the Eagles won that and the team looked good. Or a, Yeah, that might that might have been what we expected for our first game from Nick Sirianni. But, um, yeah, we can, we can dive into the game, uh, what we think, uh, real quick. The Eagles, as of today, being Wednesday, were plus 146 at the Falcons, being one minus uh, 174 and a three-and-a-half point favorite, I believe. It's not that big of a line, to be honest. I mean, it, it kind of tells me everyone thinks this is a toss-up. Yeah, that's that's honestly how I feel going to this game. I mean... And it's just hard to say because we saw nothing in the preseason because, uh, you know, they they chose not to play any of the starters really in the preseason. Uh, it's it's I I don't remember going into any football season feeling this unsure about what the Eagles actually are, and it's uh it's quite a quite quite the feeling to have. But yeah, this one really does seem like a toss up and. That's my gut feeling right now. You look at that Falcons team, and, I mean, outside of Calvin Ridley, nobody scares you on that offense as of right now because uh, we don't know what Kyle Pitts is yet. And then defensively, that 
defense has some players, but it's not going to be a dominant defense. So, I mean, this one I think comes down to who plays better between uh, Matt Ryan and Jalen Hurts. And I know Matt Ryan isn't the quarterback he was a couple of years ago, but he's still a pretty damn quarterback in the NFL. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, I mean, you're, it's your first uh, opening day start in the NFL, only your, what, fourth career start, fifth career start? at this point so uh it, it's really interesting uh and i i really i it, i really don't know how to feel about it yet i actually feel kind of good about uh this game you know i mean we're gonna dive more into it um and what advantages the eagles have what disadvantages they have but the more i look at it yeah i agree i think it's gonna be a toss-up to an extent but I think they're where the Eagles do have some advantages. I think it, it kind of pushes it a little in their favor. So if we want, we can just real quick before we get into the game ex- itself, the Eagles key additions for the off season, Devonta Smith, Steven Nelson, Eric Wilson for the Falcons, Kyle Pitts, Josh Andrews, Mike Davis, Fabian Moreau and Burkavius Burka- uh, Mingo. When it comes to the departures, Eagles obviously lost Carson Wentz, Alshon, Doug, Deshaun, and the Falcons. The Falcons lost Julio, Desmond Trufant, Ricardo Allen, Keanu Neal, and the biggest one of them all is probably Alex Mack. So I think right there, I think the Eagles. Yeah, we lost Carson, and we lost. You know, we lost the Super Bowl winning head coach. I mean, the Falcons did also lose Julio and probably their best, not even probably easily their best offensive lineman in Alex Mack. Yeah, that was a terrific recap. Thank you for that. Uh, But yeah, look, I mean, you look at those list of additions and uh, departures, uh, I want to go back to the additions quickly. I guess I'll just work through the additions then get to the departures. The additions, obviously, for the Falcons, the big one there is Kyle Pitts at tight end. But Mike Davis was a, is a really good pickup, I think, too. And he's not going to be a dominant running back, but uh, I really liked what he did in Carolina the last few years, especially last year uh, when uh, Christian McCaffrey ran down. I had him in fantasy, actually, and he was he helped win me a championship. Uh, so I, I like what Mike Davis can do. If, if this game was later season, later in the season, I'd be wondering where if Mike Davis was going to eventually start being uh, having some wear and tear from the carries uh, since he is a bit older. But week one of the season, this is the running back the Eagles cannot take lightly. He will if they are not ready to tackle the Eagle, the, he will run over uh, opposing defenders. So. I really like the addition of Mike Davis for the Falcons. Um, for the Eagles, we already talked about all of them. Uh, so, yeah, going back to the departures, like you said, the big one there on the offensive line was Alex Mack. Uh, I mean, it's he's one of, the, one of the top guys at his position in the league. I, and whenever you lose a player like that, regardless of position, uh, it's very hard to replace. So I'll be interested to see how the Falcons uh, – not just replace him, but fill that void and how much of a drop-off there is with him now gone. Yeah, and and Josh Andrews isn't a bad uh, offensive lineman. He was, I think, an eagle for a little bit. 
um, bounced on the practice squad and then uh, landed a couple other places. And he's here to, uh, I guess, re- at this point, replace him. But it, it's, it is a tough task for the Falcons to come to, especially when Fletcher Cox is on the other side. And it seems like Javon Hargrave is going to take that step. And then you also have Ryan Kerrigan and Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett. So already I think this is going to be a great matchup for the Eagles and against a questionable at best offensive line for this Atlanta Falcons team. And um, we can just go into the Eagles offense here the Eagles offense will be going against a depleted Falcons defense. Um, like I mentioned, they lost Desmond Trufant, Ricardo Allen, Keanu Neal. Right there are three defensive backs on this Falcons team that are gone. So I understand the Eagles offensive weapons in Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager are pretty raw in the sense of just NFL experience, but this is looking like a good matchup for a young Eagles receiving core that could get on the right foot. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do like this matchup for the Eagles offense. I mean, here here's the thing about this Eagles offense. It's not getting much love and, and rightfully so. I mean, at quarterback, you have a guy who's a, still a huge question mark, uh, but the upside is there. I mean, I forget the exact stat, but uh, I think it was – Cobb uh, Brandt on NFL Network who brought it up a couple of weeks ago. Um, the, in the history of the NFL, like Steve Young and a couple other quarterbacks over their whole career only had four games of like 300 plus passing yards and 60 plus uh, rushing yards. In uh, just his three starts last year or four starts, whatever it was, I, I forgot off the top of my head. Uh, Jalen Hurts already had two. I mean, Jalen Hurts has the potential to put up monster numbers. Is he going to have his struggles? Yes. Is he going to turn over the ball at times? Yes. But, I mean, this Eagles offense has the weapons to make stuff happen. It's just that their entire wide receiver group is mostly unproven at this point. At tight end, you got a guy who can't really stay uh, fully healthy in Goddard. Hurts is mostly washed up at this point and an offensive line that's aging and could drop off at any point. But at the same time, there's a lot of pure talent on that offense that I think could really break out this season. And like you said, this is depleted Falcons defense that has to replace three guys in their secondary. When you have to replace that many guys, it's not usually something we see, uh, not a transition we see smoothly usually in the beginning of seasons. And with a smaller training, not training camp, but smaller preseason, you don't have as many in-game reps uh, to get uh, all the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Compatibility. Yeah, the um, rapport, yeah. Rapport, yeah. You don't get that yet. Uh, And so I think there's something there for the Eagles to take advantage of, most definitely. Yeah, and I think like that's that it's just gonna be a theme all year with the Eagles is just inexperience, you know. Like I figured ahead. out the I figured out the word it was chemistry. The, there, the Falcon secondary won't have the chemistry that they may have in even 
next week or in two, three weeks down the road. And and even, you know, when it comes to chemistry with the Eagles, I mean, you have Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts, who they, they did play together. It wasn't a whole lot, but, I mean, there's still something there. We didn't get to see them really in game speed, like you mentioned, with the uh, minimal training camp and preseason experience that Jalen Hurts had but we still got to go like I'm kind of looking at this as this is an extended rookie year for Jalen Hurts you know he didn't like you said he played at the end of the year but he didn't play until week 13 or so so I mean four games is nothing you know Mac Jones and them are gonna have about the same amount of experience he has a slight edge but um, I think this is an Eagles team that could take advantage of a depleted Falcons defense and I'm also interested in what Nick Sirianni is going to want to do you know I think a lot of us because he's a receivers coach and just where he comes from we're thinking he's going to want to run the ball or pass the ball I have a feeling he might he might like to run the ball a little bit and give Miles the opportunity to kind of take over this game so and not only would you know Miles being your probably one of your best if not your best uh offensive weapon but it, it would take the pressure off of Jalen Hurts so I think if you can rely on Miles it takes the pressure off him and it'll open up the passing game a little bit absolutely and I I, I think a big key to the game this week will be uh, getting Miles involved and getting Miles the carries that he needs to have as long as he he's healthy I mean we we seen in the past what the Eagles can do when Miles gets in that twenty carry range, and that's the type of running back that Miles Sanders should be every week. Is he should be getting about twenty carries. It doesn't have to be every week, but I mean most weeks he needs to have between sixteen and twenty four carries, in my opinion. And if the Eagles get there, their offense should be rather balanced, and it should take a lot of pressure off Jalen Hurts and having to play hero ball. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we see the Eagles draw up a lot of designed runs for Hertz or uh, a lot of uh, option uh, plays as well, uh, a lot of RPOs. That's what Hertz's bread and butter was in college. And uh, you, what we know about Sirianni is he's going to play, he's going to coach the strengths of his team and his players. And I think that's going to bode well for both Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. And uh, if you get one going, I think you get the other going. I think it's going to be uh, a uh, they're going to be able to feed off each other if, when they do have success on the field. Uh, and I think it's going to benefit the Eagles big time. Yeah, I know. Like a lot of people think, like like I said, you know, they're gonna they're gonna want to pass the ball a lot. But if we look at if we look at the Colts last year, once Jonathan Taylor started going they started to become a run first team. And now, like you mentioned, you know, they can feed off each other. I mean, you have a quarterback that can run. I don't want to say he's a running quarterback because he's just a mobile guy. Um, But if you have miles who can take it and then, you know, next, next play you, you know, hurry up, you do the same thing, but then Jalen takes it. Now the team's guessing what you're going to trying to guess what you're going to do. And, it's going to keep them on your t- on their toes. So, yeah, I think they can feed off each other, and I think they're going to try to keep Jalen more of a passer and just kind of utilize his legs as another asset to the team. Um, but I think overall, 
I'm excited to see this offense just because we have, I don't think, any idea what it's going to look like. I know people have said, you know, like you said, he's very matchup-based. He's very um, take advantage of, you know, the opponent's weaknesses. And I, and I like that, you know, that you're more fluid in your game planning. But um, we really haven't seen what exactly that will translate to on the field. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the offense, Dylan, before we go to the defense? Uh, the last thing with the offense, and I guess the offense versus Falcons defense is uh, going back to their secondary, uh, how they are replacing three guys from last year. That's meaningful as well because this is a secondary last year for the Falcons. That struggled mightily. Last year, there's only five games in which they allowed less than 275 passing yards. And in, I believe, uh, nine or ten of those games last year, they allowed 300-plus passing yards. So, I mean, this is a Falcons defense that got torched in the air over and over last season. And at when you're already losing three guys, and like I said about all the chemistry, I think this that's the, it could be a huge, huge advantage for the Eagles. Offense uh, for their offense against the Falcons defense because they're while the wide receiver core for the Eagles is not proven yet, it, it's still like I said a lot of talent and there's a lot of speed there that the Eagles can take advantage of. I mean Rager, Watkins, and uh, Smith, you'll you'll have a hard time finding three guys with that speed in any other receiving core in the NFL. Yeah, and we. We briefly touched on uh, the offensive line. You know, you mentioned them being healthy and that being one of the things they're kind of older and, you know, they need them to be healthy. But the Falcons defensive line, not only is the secondary kind of mediocre at best, but besides Grady Jarrett on uh, on the defensive line for the Falcons, they don't have anybody that really scares you. They have Dante. They signed Dante Fowler from the uh, Jaguars, but he's not a guy you're terrified of, especially with Brandon Brooks. I think most likely playing Lane playing. You know, you have your starting core, so I think Jalen's gonna probably have time, and I think Miles should be able to run. Agreed. I, I would like to also ask you, uh, before we move on the defense, are you concerned with Brandon Brooks uh, popping up on the uh, injured report? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I I think I just saw um, someone asked about it, and they just said it, it was just a maintenance kind of thing. They're limiting to make sure he's good to go. But I don't – I think – you know they've seen him rush back they've multiple times and i think this is a little early still for his injury from last year but um i i'm not too concerned he's if he's going to get hurt he's going to get hurt you know i mean we've seen it the last 3 years or so i don't remember the last time the eagles injury report was only like four people deep that is true i think i i saw on twitter too like last year at this point last year we had about like 12 people on the injury report. And this is the craziest thing to see what it's like three people. It's Davion Taylor. Four. four yeah. 
Yeah. Dav- uh, Davion Taylor, um, Rodney McLeod, Landon Dickerson, and Brandon Brooks. All and, and, we, and, and we three knew, of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, three of them already were on there. So, all right, you want to move to defense? Yeah, we can move on to the defense. The Eagles' defense against this Atlanta Falcons offense. The biggest thing probably going into this game is Julio no longer is a Falcon, and the reason being is because last time we saw this Falcons team, Aguilar had dropped a touchdown, well, a potential touchdown, and also Julio took a screen, I believe it was 50 yards at the end, like near the end of the game, and sealed it for the Falcons. So no longer do you have that. They still have Calvin Ridley and um, Russell Gage as their second receiver, who actually isn't that bad. He, in place of Julio, I believe when he played without Julio, he was on pace for about 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. So, dude does have talent, but obviously he's not Julio. Um, When it comes to statistically, the Eagles are 22nd in rushing yards per game as of last year at 125.8, 14th in passing yards per game, 237.4. Like I said, loss of Julio, but Eagles have struggled against the tight end, the big name being Kyle Pitts. Dylan, how do you see the Eagles faring against this Falcons offense? You know, I look. You know, I look back at last year's stats, and uh, when you think about the Falcons, what do you think about? You think about the Falcons airing the ball out, and against the pass last year, the Eagles actually were not all that bad. They only allowed three games, or had three games where they allowed three hundred plus passing yards, and only one of those games they allowed four hundred plus passing yards. Now. They went one and three, I mean, one and two in those three games of 300 plus yards. But last year, the secondary was not a major problem. They returned most of the pieces from last year's secondary, which we should remember was filled with a bunch of third, like second, third, and practice squad guys. Um, and they got better in the secondary with Steven Nelson this offseason. Uh, Darius Slay should be much more akin to what we were used to seeing him be in Detroit. So I actually feel good about this secondary against the Falcons offense. Uh, Not having Julio out there is going to be big. Now, Calvin really is a guy you have to watch out for. And then Kyle Pitts, I think Kyle Pitts is the X factor. How many times last year did they get killed by tight end? How many times over the last two years have they gotten killed by tight ends? And that's because they simply have nobody in the middle of the field who can cover a tight end in terms of linebackers and all the members of, of course, of the secondaries are too small to cover tight ends, which, I mean, they really didn't address that issue this year. So I'm sure Kyle Pitts will have a big game, but the other thing you have to watch out with Kyle Pitts is that he's a guy who they can flex out to wide receiver. And he, you easily then have three or four wide receivers because he's not going to just be a true, a true tight end. He's going to be a, he's going to flex out to, uh, the wide receiver position multiple times a game. And so I think he's the X factor here. And he's the guy I'm most concerned about because he has the size, he has the speed that I think the Eagles are going to have a hard time covering. But other than that, I, I feel pretty good about what the Eagles have going up against this um, Falcons uh, offense. And I guess the other thing is, is how much are the Falcons going to run the ball? What what are we going to see out of Mike Davis? Outside of last year, Mike Davis has really never been the the guy 
in the backfield. Is he able to be the guy in a backfield? We'll find that out this season and here in week one. Uh, but against the run was somewhere the Eagles struggled mightily last year. Uh, so while I'm not concerned about the Eagles going up against Mike Davis and the Falcons running game right now, I think that's somewhere that we may not be looking at. But if you tell me, if we come back on Sunday post game and we say, wow, the Eagles got gashed up the middle um, consistently in this game, and that was really the big difference, I also wouldn't be shocked. But right now I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, I actually overall like the Eagles matchup against the Falcons offense. Yeah, and I know we just harped on uh, a lot of the passing game with Calvin Ridley, like you said. But the other big thing that you did bring up is, I mean, look at Arthur Smith. You know, they do have a new head coach, and it's Arthur Smith. He was in Tennessee, and what did he want to do? They just pounded it with Derrick Henry. So the big the storyline where, you know, I think that's going to be is he's going to want to pound the rock. And Mike Davis is a – he's not a speed guy, but, you know, he's a Derrick Henry type, you know, like a power back. And was it concerning during the preseason Eagles couldn't stop the run? Yes. Obviously, though, it was the backups for the most part. Um, also, Jonathan Gannon didn't show anything. So I think there's a lot to it, you know, to be seen. But I do think a lot of the game planning for the Falcons is going to be a run first team and then gash you with the Calvin Ridley post or, you know, in over the middle. And, I mean, we're even forgetting um, who was the tight end they signed. The the Falcons. Harrison. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, they also have Hayden Hurst there. Yeah. So, like you said, Kyle Pitts is going to get flexed out. And who's going to have to cover him? Because someone's on Calvin Ridley, and that's going to be Slay. Yep. Uh, Steven Nelson's going to be on probably Russell Gage. So then it's Avante Maddox or Eric. uh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Eric, the... Linebacker for for us. Sorry, oh Eric no, Wilson. Yeah, Eric Wilson's going to have to guard Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I do think the Falcons are going to be running quite a bit of twelve personnel out there this year, uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles actually run a bunch of twelve personnel themselves. Um, and gr- great points that I didn't even I really didn't even think about it in regards to. Um, Arthur Smith and what he's going to bring to the Falcons and what they did in Tennessee. All great points there. And um, still not terribly concerned about the running game just because I, I don't know how much I trust that Falcons offensive line and uh, the offensive line is as big part of a running game success as anything. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, uh, I guess with the other thing I have with the, uh, Falcons offense is um, is like a, building off what I was saying. The offensive line is. Do you think the Eagles have the advantage on the D and the in the trenches? I I do, and when I when I spoke about you know I think there's a clear advantage. I think this is what it is. Is Javon Hargrave? They said has looked phenomenal in camp, and that he probably was the best player in camp. 
Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox. Um, they got deeper with Josh Sweat and Brandon Graham. I totally even forgot about Derek Barnett, Ryan Kerrigan, and now Milton Williams is going to rotate in. Which, from you know what we've seen, he looked pretty good as well, especially for a rotational guy. They lost Alex Mack. They have had a subpar offensive line for ever. So if you were able to get pressure up the middle like the Eagles tend to do with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave, I mean, I I do think it could be a nightmare for Matt Ryan. Absolutely. And just overall on this Eagles defense, I feel like this defense is being undervalued by the media coming this season. This is, I know there's some holes in the defense, but overall this defense is really talented and has some really nice pieces. And I think this Eagles defense uh, could really surprise a lot of people this season uh, with how they play. Yeah. And we, we don't even know what Jonathan game is going to do. I know, you know, we've heard about the disguise and stuff that they've done in practice, but he didn't show, he purposely didn't show it in the preseason. So not only is he going to do that, but I think as fans, we're going to actually kind of enjoy, like I'm, interested with everything about this team don't know how Sirianni's offense is going to look I'm excited to see that and I think he's going to run the ball more and with Jonathan Gannon it's not sticks defense every time you know you're going to show a blitz and they're going to drop back they're going to drop back and then blitz you know they're going to do other things they're going to stunt they're going to do you know move Fletch move Brandon Graham they're going to do all that stuff and one it's going to surprise teams and two, it's going to actually be like, oh, crap, this is what a defense looks like. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. Uh, with that, is there anything else you want to talk about in particular for this week? I, this week is probably going to be shorter than most of our future weeks just because uh, time constraints of uh, how busy we were this week. But anything else you want to say on this game before we make a prediction? Um. No, let's let's jump right into uh, our predictions there, Dylan. How are you feeling about this game? And we can even go spread and everything. All right, what what what's the spread again? Three, three and a half. half. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, last time I that's that's a tough one. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Eagles win. Um, do do you by a chance have the over under? I do not. I will. While you think of your score, sure. I sure. will look well, it over I, I, I'll give a reason why I think the Eagles win. I think the Eagles win this game because I actually have some strange faith right now. I don't know if it's strange, but I have some strange faith right now that Jalen Hurts is going to have a really, really good game. I, I The Eagles, I know it's hard to fully believe in the Eagles front office and uh, everybody in there, but this team really feels like they're all in right now on Jalen Hurts. And uh, and for me, I think that's because Jalen Hurts this offseason has shown a lot of development, his willingness to be coached, something we did not see out of Carson in the past. Um, and with that, I, I just feel that Jalen, not every week's going to be pretty, but I think Jalen's going to come in and have a pretty decent season. I don't know if it's going to be good enough for the Eagles to have a winning record or to win a division or what, 
But I, I have a feeling that Jalen Hurts is going to give at least the Eagles something to think about going into next offseason and into the draft of whether do they want to continue to try to build around Jalen or do they want to go out and get a different quarterback. But I think Jalen starts this season off big on Sunday, and he's the reason the Eagles win. Do you have an over-under now? Yeah, I do. It is um, 48 and a half. Also, the line has now moved to three points. Three points in favor of the Falcons, 48 and a half point total. All right. Well, I'll take, obviously, the Eagles to cover against the spread, Eagles to win outright, and I'll take that over. I'll take that over. Neither of these defenses, I think, are going to be great. So I can definitely see this being 30, 24, 31, 24, somewhere in that range. So give me the Eagles to win, Eagles to cover, and the over. Yeah, I... You know, I going into this year, I wasn't. I'm. I'm still not very optimistic. I think you and I did a schedule overview, and I think we said about seven. We both kind of agreed seven to nine wins was about the realm of, uh, you know, possibility here. I I do think they win this game as well. Um, getting Steven Nelson kind of helped that along with them trading Julio. That kind of signaled to me they're they're almost throwing the white flag on the season and just the rebuild so i take the eagles i like you said i think it's gonna be a kind of high scoring game the falcons defense isn't that good i we don't know how this eagles offense is going to be but i think it's gonna be high scoring i think uh don't what was your score real quick uh i'll officially go 30 24 all right you're going 30 24 i'm gonna go I'm going to go 24-20. No, I can't copy you. I'm going to go 33-27. Birds. I like it. I like it. I I feel like uh, I like the scores we got and same time I'm already thinking are they going to are they going to yeah, score 30 points? Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be a 17 to 10 game or something it, like yeah, something stupid. I, 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 it's kind of like I I was ma- making a prediction for the one side uh I read for about Penn State's game last week uh and I was like, yeah, I think this is going to be 30-24 Penn State. It was 0-0 at halftime. Yeah, you got to love it. And it's 16-10. But yeah, uh yeah, I yeah, I'll stick with my guns here though. Yeah, I I just think, you know, like both teams kind of have higher powered offense. Well, we don't know about the Eagles yet, but I mean, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Russell Gage, um, you know, Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan. I know he's not the Matt Ryan of the old, but he's still Matt Ryan. He knows how to throw a football. So, and I we did upgrade this defense, but it's the first game. Anything can go. So I think, you know, we, I think we have a shot. I think it'll be semi high scoring, but uh, I, I'm kind of glad football. I'm just glad football's back, to be honest. Uh, I really am. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing, man. It absolutely is. It's I. I'm just so stoked. I was stoked for college football to return. I'm stoked for the NFL to return. Yeah, and I mean, look, we we do. I think have another episode that's going to be coming out um, later on this week involving fantasy football it'll just be a quick brief uh one um i think it'll be fun you know we'll pick our our guys 
a couple guys on who we like, who we don't like. But um, so if you want any fantasy advice from Dylan and I, I don't know if you want that, but uh, it'll be fun to just give them out. So yeah, it'll be fun to give them out, and maybe we'll give out uh, a couple uh, betting picks that we like as well. Yeah, that that would be a good that would be a good one as well. So we we got some content we're we're excited to have uh, coming out soon. I'm I'm really excited for this live stream. But um, oh, it's gonna be fun as hell, man. Any other thoughts still before we go? No, I think I, I'm I'm good. How about you? Um, I mean, I guess I don't know if we ever really announced it. We are on Instagram now. Um, at I believe it's in we are at in the seven hundred level. Plain and simple, we're on TikTok at in the seven hundred. Uh, we're just trying to build that real quick, and you know, like we can fo- you can still follow us on Pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter. I know we we've been interacting with a lot of people uh, with the Phillies. I can't wait for the Birds fans to come out too. So uh, I'm excited to be able to interact with more people and just talk talk Eagles at this point, and sooner or later it'll be Flyers and Sixers as well. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a, a busy next couple months, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I, I too. The fall's the best. Uh, I, I, I was never no, a fall guy. The fall's the best. I, I, fall's always the best. I, I, I mean, some people get, like, some people, some, like, some people get uh, down with the fall, and, like, but, like I, like for me, like, because when I do get seasonal depression, which I do suffer from at times, uh, so I'm not trying to make a joke of it at all. But when I get it, it's actually more so in the spring than it is the fall. Yeah. For some reason, the fall, the fall is the one part of the year I look forward to every year, and I think that's because not just the sports, but because I, I don't love when it's really warm out i don't like when it's really cold out the fall is just i love the change in the colors i love the brisk cool air uh it's the best time of the year i I, and you know what fires too fires yes and i this This is a totally random rant too and i think i hope everybody agrees with this um i well my one of my favorite things is is watching football having like a window or door open where there's a slight breeze coming in but also uh for me it's usually like something like in the crock pot or on mm-hmm. the stove you, you just a little bit uh-huh. that you could smell it and yeah we do the pulled uh, pork on sundays yes and especially if it, if the eagles are playing at like four o'clock perfect time perfect time the sun's gonna go down in a lot yeah I'm looking forward to like October and November so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree with that, dude. I, I can't wait with the one, uh, just, and then we can end this. My, uh, during the playoffs, I know that's more wintery, but, uh, we actually had an open fire and we did a uh, hot cider over the oh. fire. Might've put a little something, something in there, but, but, uh, hot cider with the cinnamon around the rim dude it was yeah, so good it's that sounds great yeah my uh I, I my family does fires my girlfriend's family does fires all the time so fires are a great part i now that i'm in an apartment 
can't really do fires, but uh, I mean, there's there's plenty of open fields out here in uh, Amish country. So, um, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 be back talking more uh, <laughs> later this week. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, be sure to check out the live stream on Sunday. Be sure to do all that fun crap we always say with the socials. Like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, rate the podcast, do it all. And yeah, thanks everybody again. And we'll talk to you all real, real soon. Go birds. Go birds.